This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Suns fans. Welcome back to the very, very last Sons of Anarchy after show here on AfterBuzz TV, talking about the series finale of the show. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the, the mood here is definitely very, very muted. Uh, we're, we're playing uh, Come Join the Murder, the final song of the uh, of the series. I'm Matt Lieberman. Joining me, as always, Stephen Lemieux is here. Hey, guys. And uh, Kevin Undergaro is here. Hello, hello. Come join our murder. Yes, of uh, of this show, uh, the show that murdered itself, uh, or at least Jax did at the very very end. Uh, now, obviously, when you're going into any series finale, you got to take a lot of things into account. First of all, uh, everyone has an idea in their heads of how they want the series to end. The creator of the show has an idea of how they want the series to end. We have the finale that we wanted. We have the finale that we got, and you can either judge it as an episode of television or you can think about it in terms of where it leaves the series and its characters. Because you have to remember, very, very few shows get to end on their own terms uh, after a long run. And uh, while I don't think by any means that this was a perfect episode or even one of the best episodes of the show, I also don't quite know how else it could have it could have ended necessarily i feel like a lot of its punches right up front i'm just going to say a lot of its punches were telegraphed and we could kind of see them coming from a while uh, a, a mile away so there weren't really any big shocks which is a bummer um but you also have to remember the climax of this series came last episode and in the episode before when it was the emotional climax of jacks and gemma and this was really mostly falling action so I think that it's a fitting end to the series, uh, a series which, you know, has a lot of highs and also some bumps along the way. But as an episode of television, I have to admit, as a fan, it's disappointing. What did you guys think? I mean, I thought the climax of the series was Opie, to be honest. I thought the climax, like, even watching this finale, all I'm thinking about is, like, I wish there was something in this episode that grabbed me as much as when they killed Opie. Because hmm. I, I, I enjoy it as, when I look at the way you, you look at it, saying, like, where it left the characters and where it like, like that, I mean, technically my predictions were pretty spot on for the season when I said that, uh, freaking Jax is going to drive his dad's bike into a semi-truck, die the same way, and leave the club in a better place than it was with him. Yeah. So, I mean, I was kind of right in that respect, but I just kind of... I was... Back in my mind, I've been petitioning this whole season that Borowski's the rat, and Borowski's the rat, and you guys have been saying, no, Jerry's the rat, Jerry's the rat. I kind of wish Jerry was the rat, so I could have had a moment where I was like, oh! Yeah, when the biggest shock of the episode is that we is that we kill one of the Irish kings instead of <laughs> Connor, it's definitely a little disappointing. What about you, Kevin? Um, I agree with what you said, Matt, and uh, initially with your initial thoughts. I think one of the problems is I don't think there was much anything much different he could have done. I think part of this uh, part of the problem is when you have you're given an hour and a half and sometimes more every week. If you notice other series. We, we stick to the hour, and then maybe one or two episodes we'll do a special. Th- this was so much time he had to play with, and I think that's why 
it got a little anticlimactic where just imagine if just just imagine what you said Matt but now imagine these episodes were all an hour mm-hmm. all you know 44 minutes that's all we have with commercials and i think that things would be tightened up and 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 as far as you know why the irish had to get killed is they were on their backs for a while like we were the we i say we we and sam crow were under their thumb and that had to be freed um, the only thing that was, he did leave the club in a better place per se, but ultimately the decision was where outlaws were bad guys because we're, we're. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're still doing guns, right? But, yeah. we, but we're not doing guns. Belfast is making sure that Alvarez can get the guns, but they are not from the IRA. They are from uh, anti-IRA. But, 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 They're but, from the guns. No, 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 but we're still having guns, Matt, in the community. In the community. And, and I'm saying, so So we, we're still a, a fungus. We're a toxin. And, um, you know, then when you see Abel playing with the ring, it leads us to believe that, you know, Jax really dies in vain because the kid's playing with the ring and, and you know, he's going to be a son someday. And I, and I this is, it seems, uh, this is definitely um, speculative, but I think uh, he's left the door open to play with the future. Well, it's also... You know, 10, 15 years from now, mm-hmm. if Sutter's alive, he's left it open for... Um, a sequel series. Yeah, yeah. But hmm. even that's open, but you know that's so far head down the road. But I, but it, by showing the ring, it's like God. You know, what did we? What did we get out of this? Well, you know? they, they mentioned history earlier in the episode, where like we know the history, you know what's going on, you know what's going to happen, you deserve the truth. Uh, I think it was with Patterson when he mentioned it. Mm-hmm. And showing the ring with Abel is just another history is doomed to repeat itself. And yeah. the whole series is technically history is doomed to repeat itself. A man with a club, who the club's going down a dark path, tries to resurrect it and finds out that he can't, so he takes his bike and drives it into a semi-truck. Yeah. I mean, if if we have, if there is a sequel, I just hope it doesn't end with Abel driving John Teller's bike into a semi-truck. <laughs> it, it probably wouldn't, and, and I wouldn't necessarily get our hopes up for a sequel series. Yeah, um, no, I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah obviously. Be alive in 18 years, you know, yeah. think about it, but. Yeah, but, um. Prequel's more like it. I feel like we're, mm-hmm. I feel like he's gonna have his fun with the Executioner show. It's gonna go as long as it can. And then, you know, I, I know he can always, his layup, Anytime he wants, he can do the prequels or something, yeah. and we'll all go bananas when he does. Now, I do like the symmetry of the series. I do like thematically where where we're leaving things. I know that guns are still a cancer, but that's kind of that's kind of his point. It's re- in season six. Well, he said, we- "I'm an outlaw." Yeah, that's it. That's it. He just made his piece. Like, but, so, you know, th- that was the ultimate decision that Kurt wanted to make. Yeah, you know that these guys are outlaws. But it's not even that. It's also we've got these three generations. Of outlaws, the way that you're talking about it, Stephen, where you have a guy who tried to resurrect his club and take them uh, away from that dark path, realizing that it's ineffable, kills himself. Right. As we really had that comp- confirm this week, and lights the um, the the on fire, lights the JT's that was, manuscript on fire. That was so baffling to me. I guess it's just it's to show that he's without hope. That he well, no, is no, not. No. I think without hope, but I also think it's like, no, Dad, you know what? Like this whole the fall of anarchy and you know getting us on the right path. That was what JT was trying to do. He was tr- you know, I'm doing. Remember, like he said a season or two ago, I'm going to do what my dad originally wanted to do, which is get us on the right path, get us out of the guns, get us into you know the um, the sex stuff and 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 the lighter fare, you know, yeah. tow contracts, things like that. And you know, by lighting our fire, it's like, no, he ultimately copped to Gemma. This is what we are. Yeah. We're outlaws. And that's why I said, I'm sorry, Dad. I took I took him burning of, J, of uh, JT's manuscript as, and burning of his own notes, because he's been writing in the notebooks, and mm-hmm. he tossed those in the fire as well. I took that as when he realized who he is, and he is his father's son. Because when he looks at JT and he looks at that notebook, it was JT trying to bring the club out of guns, bring it out of this, bring it out of everything. But in the end, JT was also, as well, a criminal. Mm-hmm. And... 
It's no, you don't get to be the martyr. You don't get. I don't get to be the martyr. We're yeah. criminals. We don't get to be the good guys. Exactly. On a more functional level, it's also sticking to the plan that he has for making sure that his boys grow up hating him. It's saying, you know, I don't want there to be any evidence that I had a conscience. I don't want my boys to get any thoughts in their heads about joining the Sons of Anarchy in hopes of turning it into the thing that I wanted to turn it into. I want to make sure that there is no way, no reason. And no connection that they have to this club that is in any way positive. Now, when you look at this Christ imagery in the in the final moments of the series, as Jax throws out his arms almost like a crucifix, like Jesus on the cross, as he flies into this semi truck, and then we still have Abel playing with the ring, this last seed of poison that he didn't even know about that Gemma had given oh, to the boy. God, it's Gemma. it's kind of saying, you know, he's trying to die for his sins and for the sins of the club and for the sins of his family, but ultimately that we still have free will and that, frankly, sin will continue whether or not Jesus deems it so. Well, he said to Patterson, or no, who did he say it to? Maybe it was just himself. Gemma had plans. Mm-hmm. And she's she was Gemma had other plans to JT uh, to the to the wall with JT. Yeah, Gemma had other plans, and she planted that rose garden right in Abel's hand with mm-hmm. that ring. Yeah, it's and true. By the way, all the biblical things, the rose garden, and we saw the bread and the wine, the, bread, the, wine, you know, the blood. Was, yeah, the blood. It's all very very interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, Michael August emailed us. Though. Oh, catch great. Yeah, catch catches later. But, uh, yeah, you know, and also, I mean, also, let's face it, we're bummed because the show's over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we had a fun ride with this thing, and uh, it's 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 tough to know that this mm-hmm. is it. Yeah. That's it, ultimately. And, and, you know, I kept looking for the unpredictable mm-hmm. nature of, of writing to come through, and uh, I was wrong. You yeah. know, he, he said it was, he said from the beginning, it's Hamlet. Right? In the mm-hmm. motorcycle gang. And, um, and he's, he, he delivered on that. You know? He stuck the landing for the show that he wanted to make. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like we would all be really, really upset if any of our favorite characters, you know, I feel like we all assumed that Jax had to go down one way or another. It had been set up for a few episodes, which is why it's not a shock that he's dead. I feel like the people who are really blown away by this finale are the people who thought up until the very end that he would that he would get away somehow that everything would be fine you know i'm happy that our boys that the club still exists but it's definitely the least shocking and the least thought-provoking ending we could have received. And, and I think, um, again, I, I'm going to go to stupid American TV fan because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I'm older than you guys, so I drink the Kool-Aid and uh, I I love the three-act structure. I love a big ending, a big finish. And I guess I didn't like that, you know, I like that Marx got it. I like how Barak's, Barofsky got it. I, you know, I like how the Kings got it. Because I, mean, I didn't like how the Kings bitched out the Suns for so many years. Yeah. I like that. But I felt like we needed one of those, I don't know, big montages to do it all. Almost like Godfather or Goodfellas mm-hmm. or, you know... Um, even Breaking Bad. Even Breaking Bad, you know. Like, I, I almost want, you know, because it felt... Just it felt at one point, and, and we had said this in commercial. Like, oh, is this the episode? Just him walking around and just quickly killing everyone that we don't like. That's been yeah. There wasn't way. any complication. There, there were there was no weight to the killings. They just kind of happened. And whether or not the cops came after him, I I feel like at least the three of us had it pegged that he was going to kill himself if he wasn't being taken out by Mister Mayhem. That was a shock. That was a shock that the club, it was shocking that the club was going to deliver it. It was shocking that they shot Happy in the arm instead. But then as soon as he lived and he got on that bike, you knew he was dying regardless. Well, they, they gave a, uh, they gave a hint to him riding the bike down the open road at that scene. Mm-hmm. And I saw it when he parks his bike, because usually they park it forward facing. He parks his bike, backs up, and you see the camera shot with a long road in front of the bike. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was like, okay, so Jax is going to, Right off into the sunset, maybe. What's going on? But, I mean, that was a good turn. when he. Sh- I love when he shot Happy in the arm. Happy was just like... And I said, my, my, I don't know if you guys agree or disagree. I thought Happy, most underrated son. And I don't mean just in terms of an actor, as a character. Yeah. Solid, funny, but just fearless. He just was my, my most underrated. I've always loved Happy. I think that he's honestly my all-time favorite son, just because he is loyal. He's 
freaking crazy. Uh, and he's super strong. And I love the way, and, and I was bummed in a sense that they didn't do it this episode. Every time they would do any kind of decision at the table, everyone else would say yay and he would say yes. And they gave the yes to Chibs in this episode. But I just love him because he's just, he's just so odd. There's no other life for him, but he fits in so beautifully, beautifully with this brotherhood. Yep. And he's, uh, he's just such a character. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're all like just taking. I know, like we're taking. You have to remember, people. We come into this studio and talk about the show right after we've seen it. We've had no time to digest. Mm. It's all very, very, very fresh. I mean, I'm just thinking about it, and literally, it's not even this episode. Jack's just going around shooting people. Last episode, it was shooting Unser, shooting Gemma. Okay, gonna go shoot Baroski. Gonna go shoot August. Gonna go. Shoot the the Irish Kings. Just going to close up everything with that. I mean, we've known Baroski was the was the was the rat for two or three episodes now, mm-hmm. and we've known that August Marks was getting out of jail on this day for four or five episodes. We knew all of this going down. I feel like there could have been plans in place for having, like you said, like they're so good at the music montage of having things actually connecting and puzzle pieces fitting together for something clever. To end these people, to make Jax the mastermind that we all loved him for, because every, every move he made, like killing the Irish Kings, I love that because it's smart, it's different, it's okay. This plan didn't work. I got to think of something on the fly. Look, look how we can make this work with Connor instead of killing Connor, or giving him the Kings. Solves two problems with once. This was honestly, it was just very unclever. But if you take it as a character-motivated decision. This is a guy who doesn't want any more blood on the hands of his club. You know, he he effectively took this charter, this chapter, out of guns. Effectively. He knows that they are still outlaws. He knows that he's never going to change them. It's never going to be necessarily a positive thing. But he knows that he is a dead man walking, and he is not going to get anyone else involved with these killings. He is literally, he's just trying to make as big of a stink as possible to make sure that there are cops to ensure that the decision is death or a cage. You have to remember a couple seasons ago when he was talking to that guy at that gas station when he was up north with Tara before uh, she got her hand mangled, when uh, he's talking about you know cars versus uh, motorcycles. He's like, yeah, man, I can't ever live in a cage. I don't remember the exact quote, but he's mm-hmm. basically, I'm not going to trade, I can't trade my bike for a cage. And uh, that's what he's doing here. He's making sure that he has no choice between death or a cage. And you can't cage that bird. That's, that's to me, what he was doing there. Now, in terms of it being gracefully delivered television, I understand why it's frustrating. But the more that I think about it from a character perspective, the more the decisions in this episode make sense. It's just, as I said, this episode is largely falling action. The decisions that Jax made, he made before this episode started, mm-hmm. and there wasn't really anything to that disrupted him carrying all of that out. There was no wrench being twisted, which is what this show does so well, is the best laid plans of mice and men. They come up with this big scheme, but things go wrong and then they have to shift it and twist it and then we find out how they pulled it off at the very end and that's why we're satisfied i think that's your i think you're right i think that's what this finale honestly though was missing hmm. i think we needed a wrench in the plan i think we needed that sense of jack's isn't he's the villain he's not getting what he wants cuz he gets what he wants and if you're looking at it from a perspective as a character i am a criminal i and like I'm a bad guy, and bad guys are ending up getting what they exactly what they wanted. Oh wow! Yeah, how much more powerful of an ending would it have been for him to get caught? He wants absolution, but life won't give it to him, and he's being hauled off to jail to sit in a cage for the rest of his life, knowing, uh, knowing that his uh, his kids can still come see him that he can still be an influence in their lives, that he can't be just the hated person that he wanted to be. See, he gets everything that he wanted. He's, I'm a criminal, I'm going to burn JT's manuscript, but I get everything I want. I feel like there's a lot of mutual love between audience and creator for this character, and wanting, and for all the characters, and wanting them to get what they want in the end, which, when it comes to a crime show, 
your your main character has to get what they deserve and even though in in on in many respects Jax deserved absolution he did not necessarily deserve to live he flat out says that he's not a good person he's still getting what he wants and I'll, I'll point as as I have before and I know I sound like a broken record I will point to the finale of the shield which, uh, you know, Kurt Sutter, that was the show that he, he broke his teeth on before he did this show. In the end of that series, everything catches up to Vic Mackey, and he is stuck in an existential hell. He isn't dead, but he is living the life that he had been avoiding for his entire career. And that, to me, was incredibly heartbreaking and shocking. Far more shocking than a simple death. Well, I, I, I take it back to Breaking Bad and with the whole father-son dynamic in that at the very end is he had to live through. Like, if, if nobody had known he was Heisenberg mm-hmm. and he died, his family would have, you know, that. But it would have been the same thing as this. But because because it was outed, he had to live through the relationship with his son and wife and everything just going to hell. And that was its own his own personal hell. I mean, that would have been... I mean... I would have preferred that ending to the show. I mean, I can't, I can't sit here and say that there's a better ending than what the creator created. Mm. What do you think, Kevin? About uh, 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 that, or? or no, just about this ending, and and in terms of, um, in terms of I think, consequences. I think because, you, like you said, they dragged it out so much. Like, yeah. And also, they left a lot of the big action and the big moments to be handled after the series is over. Nero, take this file, take this folder, it's filled with all this stuff, uh, I want you to take care of this, it's not gonna happen on screen, I want my kids to be sure that they hate me, I want Wendy to tell them who I am, but not now, while the series is still going, and I can face my son, and have him look at me with disgust, and realize that my lifestyle is part of the reason why his mother is dead. Right. You know, the, those moments didn't happen. Instead, we got warm hugs, and we got to feel bad for Jax. And there but, was a moment when it almost turned, mm-hmm. when he's speaking with Patterson, and he's like, you deserve the truth. And we're all thinking, oh my god, he's going to confess to Tara's murder to take the blame to he, make his kids hate him. You thought that. I never thought you that. You never thought that? No. I ne- the, yeah. I thought that I thought that, that was going to happen. That he was going to confess to Tara's murder? Yeah, yeah, maybe I don't know. Interesting, because I didn't know what to think. I was I kept looking for a curve, mm-hmm. and I just kept getting the obvious. Okay, yeah, I'm going to kill Marx. I'm going to kill um, the other guy. I'm going to kill. You know, it just I was I kept looking for the surprise, and other than the one of the kings dying, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't nothing surprised me. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends, I don't know if it was you, Kev, but somebody told me that good writing is confrontation and not solution. Oh, I never said that. And like it's that. A, it's a, that's definitely true. And this episode was completely solution. There was no confrontation. I mean, aside from, like, guns killing people, like, in that sort of sense of the word, but I mean, like, from the character's perspective of he has something he wants from the scene and he wants to get it, there was nothing fighting back with him getting what he wanted. What do you guys make of the homeless lady? Was it just a symbolic thing? You guys, have you guys seen Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? No. Mm-mm. No. Watch that movie. Great movie. Um, the the symbolism is, is like the guide. The guide taking you through the, the myth of what's happening. Like there's a person who they see. So you're saying it's just she's just surreal. In a, in a way, like she's the... She's the She's the eye looking in, I guess. I don't know. She, to me, she's kind of the spirit of, uh... She's the viewer. She's you and me, kind of, if you look at it. Because she's the one seeing what's going on. At the very end, she says, it's time, Jax. Mm -hmm. She takes the murder weapon. She knows what happened with Tara's murder. Every step of the way, we see her at some point when there's a major shift happening. Right. I don't think that she's the viewer. First of all... Uh, a very important point was pointed out to me this week, which was that she was in Belfast, which means that she's not, she is not real. She is everywhere. Um, to me, she has always been the woman who died in uh, JT's crash. She is Brooke's mother, um, as she was when she died, and uh, and that she effectively is the the spirit of the last generation, the spirit of. JT's failure 
to end the cycle. She is the the remaining ghostly, heavenly guilt that remains on Earth, watching and judging silently from the sidelines until Jax is ready to give up his life for the sake of breaking the cycle. The at which point, not broken though, he doesn't know that. He thinks that his sacrifice can break the cycle. Right. He does not know about the about the Chandler ring. Poisoning with the ring. Exactly. I don't even mean that. I mean the club's really kind of in a very similar place, mm-hmm. regardless. No, right, right. They've got. They're going to buy scoops. They're going to buy scoops. They've got Diosa and Red Woody. They are out of guns. They. They let me let me be clear. Belfast is is helping keep the IRA away from Connor's source of weapons. Alvarez is going to continue to deal weapons. Yes, there will still be violence, but it will not be coming from the Sons of Anarchy Redwood original. Okay, because, I mean, I, I understand that, but when I see the IRA and see what they've done before and see all the guys they've killed, I just imagine them going in there and killing the whole gang. I mean, you're not wrong. And then, like, Chibs being... I, I like the scene between Chibs and Jerry where he breaks ties. Kind of where he's just he threatens her in a way. It's just like okay, well, this is setting up the politics for where the club is now. Where right. he's the leader. Yes, he's the leader, and we are the bad guys, and that's it. And we run charming. So okay, all funds over, toots. But this is how it is. This is the old world order, mm-hmm. and um, I'm the president of the old world order. At Southern Siren on Twitter says Jack should have had to answer to his sons, especially for their mother. He gets to escape that like a coward. Yep. Because there's no there's no retribution for Tara's death, really. He killed Gemma, but that was like a killing of love. It's exactly what Gemma wanted. When she tells him, it's okay, baby, you do what you have to do. Because that's the poison running through his veins that she's put there, too. Yeah. It's just it's just frustrating. In When you're talking about a series that has dealt so many damning final blows to various people... When people have gotten their just desserts, you look back at somebody like Stahl, who, after she screwed over so many people, finally got her just desserts. Or Clay, after screwing over so many people, got his just desserts. Jax, even though he was our our protagonist, even though he was our audience entry into this world, he didn't deserve to go out on his own terms. He didn't. Well, he when was the whole a criminal. Is, I'm a criminal, right? I mean, you think about all those times where we have like said, like, but Jax is a good guy, and the right. audience has reminded us that he is not He's a good not, guy. Okay, but okay, and I always bring up Breaking Bad and how much I loved it. Walt also went on in his own terms and was not a good guy. I mean, but he, he didn't go. Things. He didn't go out on his own terms yeah, because he, he asked. He no, he asked Jesse to kill him, and Jesse refused. No, I don't think that was his terms. I think it was. It was. Telling Jesse it's okay to kill me, and then he was he was fine because he, he would have you know he would have pushed Spoiler it further. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, no, I know we're gonna get hatred. For this. My God, it's, please see Breaking Bad by now, people. My, yeah. like I, I shouldn't be like that. I'm sorry, but anyway, I felt like the cancer you know didn't get him, and you know he knew what was he knew it was up. He knew what he was he was going into at the end. He knew mm-hmm. it wasn't coming out of there. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Before we continue, I want to really briefly uh, remind you all to uh, go to iTunes and rate and review the show. We want to know what you guys thought about this finale. Yes, 100%. So go to iTunes, rate and review the show. Not only will we get all of your feedback uh, about our, our years of dedicated service recapping Sons of Anarchy, but you'll also support everybody here at AfterBuzz TV by doing so. You know, we here at AfterBuzz, I say it every week, we put out over 80 hours of free after-show podcast content a week on multiple platforms. It is the widest array of after-show content on any platform anywhere on the web. And the only way that we are able to continue this streak of content is to get wonderful sponsors who judge our programming based on you and your reaction. The amount of ratings, the amount of reviews, knowing that we are not only popular, but that we do a great job delivering that content. So... Let us know your feelings about the finale, about the series as a whole, about our takes on it on iTunes and on YouTube. Yeah. Do you want to do shout-outs? Yeah, let's do a last round last of shout-outs. Um, by Frank G's, the show after the show. First and foremost, I want to say I love the show. I subbed for Sons of and ended up catching on different shows. Love the way after it does breaks down everything. It feels like the show after the show. You guys rock. Farewell to an awesome podcast by Joe Beta. I'm a long-time listener and will miss listening to you guys after every episode of Sons of Anarchy. Beekeeper, 
Cork Jack says, this podcast references all the important points from the past episode and gives amazing insights you may have missed while watching the live show. So, so, so good, guys. Matt, I am afraid you are right. By Coco Pom Pom, just rewatched, and Chucky looks shady. <laughs> Man, so see, right. how crazy would it have been if Chucky killed Jax for killing Gemma? How crazy the the energy in the room if that had happened. We would have exploded. Matt, Chucky was the one who sent him off on the bike if he cut the brake cable. If he had cut the brake cable on the bike. Like there there were there were all these opportunities to just change one thing, one thing about this equation that Jax had so figured out about his own demise oh. that would have made us roar with excitement. Like, if he's, like, driving and the truck's coming and then he's, like, trying to turn, he's like... If he, like, makes a decision at the last moment, like, I'm not gonna kill myself, but the brake line is cut. Like, there's, there's there are opportunities... The split section of regret would have been... Yes. The flash uh, of regret, the, the moment, realizing that it was not his decision, but that he had been sent to his death for his actions, would have been far more poetic for me. After he, he has his moment where he's like, I'm coming home to Jesus, and... He realizes, no, wait, I'm not ready to die. And then the I am a criminal. Work. I am a coward. And then the brakes don't work. Would have sent shivers down my spine. Totally. And you know what? The, 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 but you would have had such an... You guys, getting carried away, I think. We would all have had the worst feelings for Jack. She might have had a, maybe a more satisfying finale, but... I wouldn't want to go out, and I don't. I know our fans wouldn't want this. I wouldn't want the show to end on ultimately. Jax is a coward because ultimately Walt was not a coward, and I think that it's you know going over to the other. We thing. could okay. That's an argument. We for went a up different... and took it all the skin out. Are you kidding me? Uh, he that's is... a coward move in the end. I'm saying his last. We're always remembered by our last act, Matt. Unfortunately, that's just how life is. If you know, if you if you think we're of... not going to argue about Breaking Bad on the Sons of Anarchy right, after show, I'm Kevin. Saying, no, we're not. You're right. But if but if if he had gone out like a coward, oh my God, everyone in, in this world would have had the worst taste in their mouth for the series. He would. He only did. Mm. But we would have remembered. No, but it. I'm not, right. I'm not. I'm not saying your way isn't yeah. better writing. I'm just saying at the at some point, you know. Right. Again, I am an old TV fan. I'm telling you, it would, it would to me because when I think again, Boardwalk Empire spoiler. You can't, you can't. It was far it's too like recent. Two weeks ago. You can't, Kevin. Doctor Forbes, Doctor Forbes, oh seven says, broad appeal. The hosts are able to at one time be so congenial and accessible, yet do a show that appeals to overthinking cerebral intellectual snobs. Experiencing thoughtful criticism can sometimes be as enjoyable as the art itself. Thanks, you man. I'm gonna miss you guys. And the last one, I wish I'd found this sooner by Kylie Lynn. This podcast has been absolutely amazing. I'm upset that I didn't find it till after Green Sleeves. So I went back and listened to a bunch of episodes to get my fix. Great job, guys. I'm glad I can listen to this after the finale to get my post-Sun's depression. Well, now the show's over. You can check out any of our other after shows we do here. We do over 350, and we got more starting every single week. It's insane. Oh, okay. Can we, uh... That was a, that was a, that was a moment, though, man, because that... Yeah. Oh, I just think of it, like, so many ways this show... Because... Overall, when I rate this series, like if I look at this series as a whole, mm-hmm. it's a great series. It's like amazing, there, there's nothing, series. there's nothing I can say from like a finale standpoint. No matter what, ever not everyone's gonna love a finale of a series. I mean, unless it's Dexter, where everyone's gonna hate it. <laughs> but with some, like, even though the finale wasn't necessarily the one that I wanted, or some other people could have wanted, like. As a series as a whole, I still rate this like top ten of one of my favorite series that I've sat down and watched. I looked forward to it every yeah. week consistently. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't a time when I was like, "Oh God, I wa- got to watch Sons of Anarchy." It was always, "Oh, I'm looking forward to Sons of Anarchy." So I mean, that's a win if I can say anything about the show. Yeah, no, it's definitely a show that made a massive impact and that it it's beloved for a reason. The audience is the size that it is for a reason, and you know. Honestly, I would have been really devastated if any of the other sons were killed this episode. I really, I really would have, because none of them deserve to die. They're all criminals, though. Yes, they, yes, they're all criminals, and maybe they deserve to die more than Unser, who did not deserve to die uh, last week. Um, 
but none of them deserve to die as much as Jax. Like, as sick as it is, and I'm going to hate myself for saying these words, they were ultimately following orders. We didn't miss any extra scene after the credits, did we? Because we left before the credits were over. No, it went, it went straight to anarchy afterwards. Okay, I would have liked to see the future, like, a year later, two year later thing. That's the one thing. I really kind of would have liked to see that, because there's so much set up with these characters in this episode that that could have tied it in a little bit more, even if it was just... Diosa or um, where when they bought scoops or whatever. I don't know. I would have liked to see that, but I guess that's ask, that's too much fan service too. Yeah, I mean, I, Kurt Sutter, I imagine, has had the final image of the show in his head for a long time. Mm-hmm. Regardless of whether or not Clay factored into the final season, I feel like this was the ending he had always intended, and he made the show that he wanted to make. So for that, because so few people get to do so and get to do so with conviction, I do have to applaud because he knew the show that he wanted to make and he went out making it knowing that it was one of the highest rated series on television, one of the most beloved drama series of all time. And, uh, you know, good for him for being able to do so. Very few people will ever get that opportunity. Or get to kill their wife on camera. That's true. Yeah. Um, how impressed are you guys that she didn't, that Katie Seagal did not sing the final song on this series? Uh, can I speak to the song? Yeah, speak the, to the song. I loved the last song. It was great. And, and we opened to We it. opened with Adam Ray's Decane, which is Springsteen. And as I was telling you guys, if anyone knows Bruce, he doesn't, he rarely lets his music go. Mm-hmm. He's very, he's, he's, uh, very careful. So he's probably a fan of the show, probably respects it. I'm sure he loves the fact that, um, this is a finale, and we know from the Sopranos finale, the Journey song mm-hmm. became wildly popular. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see if 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 that does resonate with people. But I I loved Adam. I love Adam Ray's Kane. I love Springsteen, and I loved the opening montage to it. I mean, you mm-hmm. guys are younger, so you probably don't listen to that music. But did did you feel anything listening yeah. to it? I absolutely do, and I love Bruce Springsteen. Nebraska is a fantastic yeah, album. It's a great album, and, yeah. and I also and I did love the last song too that we mm. ended on. I really did. Yeah, no, and uh, that song wasn't even on YouTube. We were looking for it before the show to open to it. The uh, the final song of the series, and I have to imagine it's going to be everywhere now, just like Baby Blue from mm-hmm. Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. If we're going to reference that show for the thousandth time on this <laughs> sorry. episode, well, listen, what was listen, that listen, box? Listen. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry about the spoilers. You guys are just going to get carried away because I get excited. Stay away from the spoilers. I know. But the reason, the reason I feel that shows like Breaking Bad and um, and you had mentioned uh, Vince Mackey, you know, The Shield. The reason we're bringing them up is because this show is on par with those. I feel mm-hmm. like you know there are, there's a top five, top ten shows of all time. And, uh, you know, it is arguably this is up there. And so that's why I'm referencing those because I, I feel that those are the very best as well. Well, there's shows that push the envelope. I mean, Breaking Bad really paved the way for the slow drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, this show really paved the way for the very violent drama. I mean, if you really think about it, it was, it's pretty freaking violent. Um, they both have their uses, and, and we wouldn't have the shows we have today without shows like these. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk briefly about Tio's induction to the oh, club? Yeah. Hell yeah. And this momentous moment? Okay, so again, bittersweet, ironic, ambiguous ending because this is a progressive move. Mm-hmm. It was a great move. It's that a big every member club. of the table was excited about. They were all Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it... it it's interesting because, as we keep saying, like, not much has changed. There are seeds there of hope of a better day. There, there well, is progress on the horizon. We've, we've, the color barrier we've dropped. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. Yeah. We're at peace with all of our neighbors. We've set, we've set them all up so that they can have their enterprises the way they want to have them. But we are at peace with them. Charming can return to relative safety. I I'm very very happy about that. It it makes me very very happy. We have uh Abel and Thomas and Wendy and Nero riding off into the sunset off to Norco. The two of them hands together. Um, you know, as I said, I saw these two together for, you know, for the longest since their first scene together this season. These two will wind up together regardless of it's any of it, if it winds up being in any way romantic. They're going to raise these boys the best way that they can. Right. I find Wendy's uh Wendy's character arc has been 
fairly phenomenal throughout the entire series. I would agree. Where it began and where it ended in this episode. I would say she's an incredibly underappreciated character. I mean, you know, obviously, when you're dealing with a character who is an addict who has repeated relapses, their their character's story is going to feel at times kind of uh, repetitive as it did, I think, in the middle seasons. But when she got involved with Tara, when she got involved in the boys' lives, when she started really trying to be a mother, we saw a very strong, powerful side of her. And I I really love what Drea DiMatteo has done, gotten to do this season. I love the redemption of her character. I love the fact that she and Jax reunited at the end of last episode and really were able to come full circle to the point that this woman who could not be trusted with the son that uh, that she had that she you know while having uh, doing heroin that she was pregnant and basically endangered this boy's life that she is the best possible option for their salvation. I love that she has she has gotten to that place. I it's a beautiful beautiful part of this story that I don't think should be discounted. So where was Nero's son in that car though? Did they just leave him behind? No, no. They went up there early, right, to do Yeah, they went up there early before Lucius okay. got there. <laughs> they have to get a handicap ready. Maybe you said they gotta build ramps. Yeah, gotta... they gotta take care of it. Okay. Was... Lucius just got left behind. I was just like, Sorry, Lucius. Lucius. See you later. By the way, it was great narrow lived, you know. Yeah. They made it through. Yeah. See, that's the thing though. That's your yes, prediction, Matt. It is great that everyone made it through. But Part of the greatness of watching this show is the nail-biting tension that something terrible will happen to someone you care about. And I feel like that has been hap- that has gone on since Opie. Since Opie's unexpected death, not in a finale, not, you know, where you'd expect, but four episodes into season four, it has felt at all times like anyone can go at any time. Well, they have you on edge, because whenever things are too happy, you're thinking, what's going to go wrong? So I couldn't sit back and enjoy the episode, because I'm just waiting for something to go wrong. Yeah. And then everything went okay. Everything went everything better than Everything was fine. <laughs> everything and was... everything was going fine. And, you know, folks, obviously, we're going to differ on a few points in terms of our opinions here. We only are critical about the show, because we have so much love for it. You know, it's another point that I got to hit here is they had such a great setup in the prison with Juice's character hmm. to make this finale terribly dark. Because if you look at it in another sense, if Juice had murdered Tully, and, and the reason Juice had Tully murder him was to make it so things were still good on the club. Because that way he's not being used by the you, that way the Asians aren't killing Juice and they're not setting him up. He, if Juice had murdered Tully, that would have been an outside influence that Jax didn't deal with at all this episode or last episode. That would have been everything is all great and charming until Juice, who is a son, killed the leader of the white supremacists and they take out the entire club out of left field. Nobody would have seen it coming. Yeah, but two things on that. One, I think I don't know that the fans would have been happy with that. I think they would have been pretty, oh, they would have been out- pretty mad. Yeah. They would have been outraged. Um, I do think that there is something interesting to the idea of if Juice had lived and not killed Tully and just was alive in prison, and Jax got sent to prison with Juice. There's some and. Uh, you know, Juice killed Jax. Or I don't even know that I like that. I, yeah. but, you know, I also hate, I hated the stuff. I felt bottled up when we were in prison. Yeah, when, even when Clay was in there, I just felt like ugh, I wanted. It to feels get like out. a waste, and especially when it's a motorcycle gang. Um, you know, we, we're used to the riding and being out and about. And so we don't want to be in a cage, right? We're buying motorcycles, right, Kev? What's that? We're, we're going to all buy motorcycles? No, we're not. No, prisoners. we're not. It's very no. dangerous. Thank you. Yeah. Back east, maybe, but not out here. Not in L.A. Mm, I can still engineer in a wheelchair. Oh, my goodness. Don't You'd be lucky if it's a wheelchair. Start. Yeah, not, yeah. No, not in L.A. You wouldn't last should, 10 minutes on a motorcycle. Should we do catches of the week? Or? Let's go ahead and do some catches of the week, because um, I think it's right, funny right, because... Right, what do you got there? Oh, it's the AfterBuzz TV Catch of the Week. 
I think it's so funny because Mike throughout the season has always been very good at digging into things and being very philosophical, but some of his comments in the finale are just so blatant that I'm just like, that's awesome. And he's like, Gemma looked like a universal horror monster when zipped up in the back. Oh my god. <laughs> Vic Mackey kills Jack Taylor. Um, he sees the homeless woman as being Lady Justice. The bad guys lose, as Jack says to Patterson, and she was draped in the wrap. Um, Jack says, I got this before leaving the club. That was the same line from Opie when he sacrificed himself for the club. It's a good catch. Uh, Mark's death in front of the courthouse was reminiscent of the assassinations of the crime bosses in the Godfather finale. Uh, Borowski died the same way as the guy he shot in the head for being a rat earlier in the season. And uh, this one's really interesting. I really like this. The opening montage of this season, where we first see T.O. writing with the Suns, Chibs is writing lead and acting as president of Sam Crow alongside T.O. of the Grim Bastards, hence foreshadowing both events of the finale tonight. That was a. That's a good one. That's a good one. There Thanks, are a lot Mike. of good catches this week. Thank you, Mike. Cheers to Mike. They're out this season, though. Yeah, good job. Yeah, man. helping us out all season long. <sighs> Can't believe it's over, man. Yeah. Predictions. Predict- <laughs> yeah. No, uh, there's no room for. Well, I mean, if we want to just say what we think is going to happen to the club and to the boys sure. after let's the shows uh, shows it. end. Let's Final predictions. Mm-hmm. Speculation, really, because we're never going to find out. And also, just real quick, if you want to see an amazing crime show that's, like, real brief and you have Netflix, watch Peaky Blinders. Oh, my God. It's so amazing. Watch Peaky Blinders. And if you like the IRA, it's got the IRA. Watch Peaky Blinders. Will do. Okay. Uh, That show's amazing. Okay. So, uh, for me, I think think Abel, whatever his mom says... He, he's got a lot of trauma from his past. All of his memories of his dad were relatively positive, despite all the tragedy that was going on. I think that he eventually will be drawn back to the club and uh, will try to honor his father's memory. Uh, I have to imagine that regardless of whatever else his, fam- his parents tell him, that uh, they won't say that it was a suicide. It, he's going to frame it as the cops ran him down they ran him down because, you know, he was misunderstood or something like that. Right. And I hate, I now hate cops. I hate the law. I need to be free like my father. Okay. I, other predictions? Other predictions? Um, I think that uh, Chibs and Tiggy, uh, that's an interesting mix for, for President VP. I feel like Tig is not a peacetime VP, and maybe Chibs is not a peacetime president. So regardless of there not being any standing conflict, I have to imagine they're going to jump into somebody else's conflict that the, where they maybe don't belong out of honor or friendship and are going to get stirred up into some trouble. Uh, that, you know, that Jerry Chibs conflict would definitely come into play in the future um, and she would be determined to bring them, bring them to justice. I think Jax's I think Jax's death is as mysterious as JT's death, and nobody is ever going to really know the story about how it happened. Mm. I think that's going to lead a lot of. I don't think that's going to be able. I think Thomas is the one to go to the club because I think Thomas is the one who doesn't know what's happened well enough. No, Thomas no, is Abel's his mother's the, son. Abel's got the rings and stuff. He's ready to go. I think you're on the money, Matt, for the first part. I think the second part, you're wrong. I think Gemma, Clay, and especially Gemma, started so much effing drama. I think I think with Tiggy and Chibs, we're back to business. I think Tiggy is going to bang his 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 uh, transgender. Um, I think that I think you I mean think Tig Tiggy. Sorry, I, yeah. think Tig, I think it goes back to being the party place that it was. Mm-hmm. Chibs is just so solid. Yeah, you know he's just so solid. He's not emotional. We had Jax's baggage from his dad. We and Gemma, 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 the Black Widow. So now she's gone. She's mm-hmm. gone. So now I think it's just. I honestly think it's just back to business. Back to you know beer and cookouts and a little bit of you know chicanery on the side. But no, I actually I actually think that they're okay with that. I think it's going to be when Junior, mm-hmm. in fifteen to twenty years, grows up. Um, you know, we have him uh, mutilating himself, beating up other kids. Yeah, he, that's, that's the, the if ticking, he ever becomes president. That's the ticking time bomb. Woo! So, because yeah. I mean, Charming's not that far away. No, Mm-mm. no, and they always find. My a way God, to imagine him worshiping at the altar of Tig. 
and his just per- straight out perversion. Yeah. Oh god, mm-hmm. I don't think that'll. Uh, what about you, Stephen? What do you think? Um, with the club, I don't know. They're set up pretty good, honestly, with Tiggy and Chibs. I think Tig has finally calmed himself down with Venus, however long that'll last. And I think Chibs... It's interesting, though, because Chibs is the soldier, so we might have the most... I mean, he's, the, he's he was a soldier, yeah. right? I, so I think we might have the most um, brutal way the club is treating people, but I think it's going to be out of the illegal dealings of drugs, like the arms and stuff like that. So I think it'll be swift and carry out with military tactician. I don't know. I think I think they got it handled. Okay. I don't really know what to predict. I think Wendy. I don't think Wendy and Nero end up together though. No, like, no. like Matt said, just you know, yeah. great a, friends, a co-parenting relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I what do you think happens with Jerry? What do you think? Charming and Jerry. Do you think it's just I, business with the club? Yeah, I think it's just going to go back to you know the the, the club is going to keep the peace like it did for years. And again, it was only when Gemma, Clay, and uh, Jax that you know everything started bubbling up. But they you know, and then Clay wanted to go rogue. I mean, go take remember just going to business for himself. And but remember what Hunter said is the club. You know, the club kept the town safe for years and i think it goes back to that now i think the balance of power is back it's like okay copper you stay in your place i'm gonna stay mine we both know what's up but yeah right. you, you really want to stay in good with us if you know your history fair enough yeah all right folks anymore i think that r- about wraps it up for us oh, here at the sons of anarchy God. after show that'll do pig yep uh, oh. i want to say it has been a pleasure Sitting at the head of the table these last two years. We've got two series in, Kev. Yeah. Two series in for you, Kev, this year. Yeah, it's a, yeah not good. Not good. Not good. And but, I, I've got Bar Rescue still, and uh, and uh, and I'm just I'm I went, I'm going high low. I'm back to mob wives. All right. <laughs> Where can people find you on Twitter? Just at Undergaro. At Undergaro. Yeah. And Steven. You guys can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux and check us out on the Helix After Show. And I'm thinking of doing that Netflix Marco Polo show because it looks pretty cool. Check cool. out Peaky Blinders. All right, yeah, Peaky Blinders is the best. Killian Murphy, uh, Sam Neill, and Tom Hardy joins the cast in the second season. So good. This is for you, Matt. All right. On the table. Thank you. Folks, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can find all my videos for SourceFed, SourceFed Nerd, and my own personal channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash Matthew D. Lieberman. You can find me here doing Sleepy Hollow, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Carter in the winter, Better Call Saul in February, Helix when it comes back, the Doctor Who Christmas special. It's all happening. Love you, folks. Right on. We'll Bye, miss you. Have a good so night. Much. Thank Thanks you. Viewership, guys. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.